I'm Maria, and on today's episode of Access to Education Talks, I'm going to be talking about the issues that are limiting children to an education. I have three main examples for today's episode, and they are going to be the reasons why kids around the world are not receiving an education or learning. The first example is happening in our lives as we speak, and it's the coronavirus. The coronavirus has affected our lives and education in the past year, and I'm going to go through some details on how it has affected different families around the world. The second example I'm going to be talking about is how in different parts of the world children's education was impacted even more because of how they are living or where they are living. And the last example for today is how there are still communities that believe certain genders should not receive an education. To begin today's conversation, I'm going to go through some background information in order to give you an idea of the topic and what I'm going to be explaining. Everywhere around the world, there is a large number of children not getting an education, and it could be due to the lack of resources, current events going on in the world, or gender discrimination in their community. These three examples I listed continue to affect children's education and are going to be our main focuses for today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by UNICEF. UNICEF is an organization that works in over 190 countries and territories to save children and advocate for their rights. They also give priority to the children who are most disadvantaged in the world. This organization works with multiple partners to protect children and expand access to the resources they need, making sure no kid gets left behind in their learning. UNICEF helps provide a quality education to all boys and girls. They also provide health care, nutrition, education, and safe water to all children in need. Let's begin with our first example, the coronavirus. As of January 14, 2021, around 214 million children have been out of school due to the closures from the coronavirus. I don't know when we will be able to go back so that I can continue my education and meet my friends. I don't want to miss learning and this really worries me, said Hao, a 13-year-old girl in Somalia. I read on the Save Our Education website that 9.7 million children might never return back to school, which is impossible to think about because a large number of children did not even have an education before the closures due to the virus. Many families around the world already had a fragile education system, and COVID certainly did not make it easier. Many families do not have access to schools, teachers, or technology like they did months ago. The supplies that are now needed because schooling is mainly online are computers or some kind of technology and internet. The issues with these supplies are that they are very expensive and not available for many people around the world. Children are all at home where it is very hard to gain access to these important supplies and many families cannot afford or adapt to this online schooling. Because there is a large amount of children that now need to be covered by the school and these new supplies, there is also less funding. My second example for today is location. The location of homes has a huge impact on every child's education and is very important. In many countries, there are communities, villages, and towns that are really far from where most schools are located, which makes it really difficult for parents to be able to send their kids to school or for children to get the transportation they need. 
In Mexico, they have a solution to this problem. It is a conditional cash transfer initiative called Prospera that provides transfer for children to attend at least 85% of school and get daily health checkups as well. This program has increased school retention rates and has also influenced other countries such as Cambodia and Brazil. In some areas, educational supplies are not available and are difficult to replace because the areas far away are not easily access accessible. The Camel Library supports kids in remote villages that cannot receive school supplies or make it to the school buildings. The library consists of 20, 21 camels that can carry 200 storybooks at a time, and it is currently supporting 22,000 children across 33 villages. The majority of schools today are using online programs and online classes for learning, and with the help of the Camel Library, some children can continue to read and learn even if they do not have internet connection, devices, or the supplies needed. Some schools located in remote locations might not even be finished yet. The buildings might not have running water, bathrooms, or desks for the children and teachers to use, which brings me to the point of poor school districts. Because of location, some school districts are poorer than others and do not receive the supplies or money other schools are receiving from the government. Considering the governments have shifted to spending and helping the health and economic issues due to the coronavirus, there is a lot of pressure on the budgets for education. My third example for today is gender roles. This problem is happening in many countries of the world, but mostly in parts of Asia and the Arab states. Even though it might not be an issue in the United States, all of us should be aware that it is still happening in other communities. Years ago, there was no gender parity in schools, and in the recent years, people have been trying to achieve it and help. When I lived in Qatar, I was happy to be enrolled in an international school, but I could still see the difference of how locals were enrolling their children in schools and other activities. Being able to learn at the school I attended made me aware and thankful for my education. The movie Girl Rising is about nine girls from different developing countries and how they overcame obstacles that stood in their way of an education. This movie has empowered many girls around the world and has made many people help with gender equality in education. Girls are at a risk of never receiving an education and they are going to live their lives without learning. Their countries are not putting enough effort on their need for an education, and this is where organizations such as UNICEF and Girl Rising come to help. These girls make up 54% of the unschooled population, and not learning is impacting every step of their lives. Girls who are not receiving an education want to be learning, reading, and attending school just like the others around them. The most shocking part I read was how girls are much healthier, intelligent, and hardworking after they get an education. Everyone is hopeful that schools are going to start opening again and many kids will begin to learn. The issues with the coronavirus have turned many children's lives upside down and they know that the issues with the virus might result in them not going back to school. When I hear the word corona, I feel bad because it has made me miss school and miss my friends. I have been trying to read my books at home after I do digging and washing plates, and I cannot wait to hear that schools are open again, said Stefan, a 15-year-old boy in a refugee settlement in Uganda. 
At the same time, having a home in a remote location does not make any situation easier for children and their families. In order for them to learn or go to school, there are a number of supplies, materials, and devices needed that will help them learn. With communities being far from roads or accessible places, the supplies might not be easy to deliver. Lastly, I wanted to add that for many girls around the world, it is not easy to have access to an education. Their education is one of life's biggest challenges, and we are lucky to have organizations such as Girl Rising to help. I hope the three main examples I have for you today brought awareness of this problem. We do not want to see a whole generation go through a break of learning and stop receiving an education for months to maybe years. The next episode to this podcast is going to be about organizations such as UNICEF, Save the Children, and the Global Partnership of Education, and what they are doing to help the children in need. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.